How's it going, guys? Oh, Bobby, you got a little schmutz on your face. Those are pencil marks because I'm drawing on wood because I am building a house. I'm giving you a new kitchen in 12 hours. Please get out of my face. Brunch, hit it, boys. We're recording, and Zach Efron heat check. We didn't do that last week, did we? I don't think we did. I don't think we did. No. Even possible. if we did, let's yeah. do it again. Let's. It'll probably be even better this second time. Got a couple reps in. Stretched out the right muscles. We're in better shape to be doing this Zach Efron heat check. Uh, he's got a show out. It's on Netflix. It's called uh, My Big Fat Somebody. My Big uh, Fat somebody Zach teach- Efron Road Trip. It's called Somebody Teach Zach. <laughs> yeah. And it's about Zach Efron just trying to learn. You're probably thinking, learn what? That's what Zach Efron's trying to learn. He's just trying to learn it all. It's, uh, I think, I, so I, I did do, I think I did an episode. Um, he went to Iceland, I want to say. And it's just about, this episode was about places that are just way more efficient energy wise than America. And it was really interesting. They, you you see how other places don't rely on fossil fuels, anything like America does. And it's, it was a really interesting program, but like the kind of twist was the conduit is Zac Efron. Like there's all this interesting information and you're getting it through Zac Efron trying to learn it. That's the the most bizarre idea for a show ever. Was this the show that he almost died on? That was Baywatch. Yeah, okay. Yeah, bath time shithead. He almost yep. drowned in the bath. <laughs> yep, that was it. <laughs> yeah, no. There was a, I remember there was a... But I think like it had like an ironic title. It was like Surviving with Zac Efron or something. Or it's like somebody's trying to kill Zac Efron or some shit like that. And he almost died. I forget what this show is called. It's called Down to Earth. Yeah, so I think it, whether they might have renamed it or something, but Zach Efron almost died uh, doing some other show. I thought it was okay. for Netflix, though. Uh, so generally, this show is... <laughs> I'm just laughing at it as I think about it. It's Zach Efron and one of his buddies, who one of his buddies was the founder or something of... I don't know if it was Vitamix, but like one of those potentially gas station supplementy maybe pyramid oil but yeah like maybe pyramid scheme maybe snake oil type of of companies but they go around and it seems like uh senor snake oil knows what he's talking about or i generally can understand that's the problem they always seem like they know what they're talking about (laughs) that's how they get you yeah exactly (laughs) um and Zac Efron just totally doesn't know a thing. And I don't know a thing either. So, I, I mean, it, it is... For sure, don't know a, a goddamn thing. No, it's interesting to watch and learn these things because they, they are talking to these experts and like you're learning about, uh, again, just how different places uh, are, are a lot more efficient than us. But, but I just can't imagine Zac Efron being like the guy who, who like has interesting probing questions. He does not. He absolutely <laughs> yeah. doesn't. 
I saw a screenshot uh, from my guy, Brian Grubb, who is like, I love this new Zac Efron show. And it was like, I think it was like the New Zealand episode or whatever it was, maybe Iceland. It was like, uh, these, there are four, four power plants or something in, in uh, Iceland. And his response was just sick. Yes. Yeah, so the, the, that's <laughs> yeah. the, they'll explain all of these things. Honestly, it does. I, we're not making fun of Zach Efron because this actually does sound like something like I would do. Someone explains this big grand thing. And I'm like, rad. Right. When it's something that you don't have any idea about and like you, you don't have like a connection to it. What else are you supposed to say? I feel like there are just like these things that you fall back on and you're like, Oh, nice. The, well, the, Sweet. The, the number one. So want want to do like the uh, family feud style. All right. Uh, survey says things say things. People say when they're they not sure what to say back. Yeah. There's num- uh, num- number one is buzzing in. Yep. Uh, cool. Cool was three. Ah, damn. Okay. You can steal the board here. Okay. I think I'm pretty confident in this. You got to uh, buzz in. Okay. Er, okay. No, I think, I think, the, I think the second person. Oh yeah. You don't have to buzz in. You get to steal. You get to steal. Yeah. You just kind of go at your own pace. Yeah. So I don't know. You could tell a little joke, do whatever you want. As long as eventually you say, gotcha. Number one answer. That's a, yeah. That's a, that's a very good one. I'd say that's that's. I don't know. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha cool. is across yeah, the yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha is across the board. You're not sure what to say. Whether that's you're uncomfortable. Whether that's <laughs> you don't know what the other person's saying. Oh yeah. I remember you sent me a transcript one of time. me and Jeremy Roenick. Yes. So and, funny, dude. I yeah. was just gonna bring that up. That was so fucking funny. And I, I asked Jeremy Roenick. I was like, Hey, the Oscars are coming up. What was your favorite movie this year? And he just went into this fucking tangent. I'm sick of Hollywood. I'm sick of Hollywood. They're so PC. They make me sick. And I was like, oh, oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. When I saw the first gotcha, I was like, (laughs) I thought what I was just saying, which is like, that is the go-to. I don't know what to say here. And then I continued reading and dying laughing because you can, the only thing you continued to say was gotcha. Well, he just wouldn't gotcha. stop, dude. And it was, I think it was very, very funny because I was just like, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then at the very end, I was like, so you, did you see Life of Pi? <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it was like, yeah, I did. I actually like that movie. Another one of those things is um, whenever someone says a place, whether it's where they went or where they're from or something, if you ask somebody a question and the answer is a place and they say a place, the answer that you always give back, you know what you always say back. So if you say like, uh, oh man, I got to go uh, visit my folks in, uh, in Massachusetts. You say, oh, you, oh, you're from Massachusetts? I'm from Massachusetts. Where are you from? And you say, Waltham, what do I say back? I'm like 10 minutes away from Waltham. Okay. You always say, okay. Whenever someone says an a place or like where they're from, where they're going, whatever. Uh, we went to, to uh, France. Well, where, where'd you go? A uh, couple days in uh, Luxembourg. Okay. 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 Oh, okay. okay. It's just <laughs> another generic, like, Oh, I don't, I don't have much to give here to that, but uh, I, all right. I'm, I'm aware of, I've heard the, the word or name that you just said before. Hey everybody. Deej here. Turns out Luxembourg is a country, not in France. Whoops. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Uh, by the way, Zach Efron almost died while filming the docu-series Killing Zach Efron in Papua oh. New Guinea. God, I don't know what I would do without Zach Efron. 
be a very sad life. But uh, the the Zach Efron heat check we uh, that we haven't discussed is that uh, he apparently has a quote unquote dad bod now. So watching this, you see him and you see his beard and you see his face and everything, and we noticed right off the bat we were like, "Whoa, Zach Efron put on weight," and then kind of got into the discussion of, well. We're comparing him to like last time I saw him really was Baywatch. And he was probably on such an insane diet that his body could only look that way for like the three seconds they shot the movie because he would just look at no water weight. Like he was severely dehydrated. Exactly. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Totally dehydrated. Just veins popping looked incredible, but definitely not sustainable. And but I mean, it looked like he and also just unhealthy, like that's an unhealthy way to look, of course. It looked like he'd uh put on some like legitimate weight though, and then he popped his shirt off and he was the second most ripped I've ever seen a human being, the first being (laughs) Zach Efron in Baywatch. (laughs) So then a, a few days later. I saw the New York uh, Daily News something headline. Maybe it sounds more like the Post. Uh, it was like Zac yeah, Efron's got a dad bod now. He absolutely does not have a dad. No, bod. he looks and incredible. Like, and that is an affront to anybody who like does have a dad bod. Like, yeah, like people who had dad bods were very excited that like girls were into dad bods for for a little bit. I don't know, maybe they still are. Uh, but if that's what the new dad bod is, we're all fucked. The whole dad bot thing, I'm sure I said, I, I hopefully I said this, uh, you know, when you like do that thing of like, I think I've always had the exact same perspective that I have right now. So this is how I would have reacted to this, knowing that like, probably not. If you were younger, you were probably stupider or whatever. I hope my reaction to the dad bod craze was everybody just be comfortable in your skin. Like you're like the, the dad bod worked. I bet this was my take. I bet my take on dad bod was the reason dad bod works for these guys is because they're just comfortable with their weight and they're like, they're wearing their weight. Well, you know, they're carrying it. Well, they're not being, they're not freaking out about, Oh shoot. I could stand to lose these extra seven pounds. Like I, I don't know if I've ever qualified as a dad bod or if I've been too out of shape to have a dad bod or whatever. But when I can stand to lose the extra seven pounds, I know that and I just continue on with my life and I think okay one day if 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 that's my if that's what I really want to do I'm going to go and I'm going to lose those 7 pounds. I feel like the dad bod phase or craze must have made uh women insane. Like they they must have been like what the fuck? Because like <laughs> women are so often held to like these ridiculous standards of where course. it's like it's like oh you could you could stand to lose 15 pounds blah blah, blah based off of like well, the girls that I see on TV and that shit. And then like it, it was like okay. Good let's, news! All the let's, guys decided there is okay with their guys fat. being fat. Yeah, yeah. Like, like we've decided that the hot new trend is guys being a little fat. Fellas, great news! You know how we've already long since decided that as you get older, the way you look is the best way to possibly look. <laughs> well, it turns out if you're a little chunky in your younger days, that's really hot. There's nothing you can do wrong looks wise. <laughs> guys are the worst. Uh, by the way, I, th- I think Zac Efron looks really good right now. Like, he does that look is, he very looks, good. He looks very good, very healthy, very normal. And I think that he, I, I, I remember seeing him come out and say to the, to the, whether it was in an interview or something where he was like, I was way too ripped. Like I was, it was unhealthy. I wasn't enjoying myself. I just do not, I should not have been 
that ripped. So for the first time, Zac Efron has said something that made sense for Zac Efron to say. <laughs> right, yeah. Like that, That's a correct thing. He, he said that. Yeah. Um, his face... Di- you will be a little taken aback, though, by his face. It's a bit rounder. Because it, it's just like... F- it's filled out. And mm-hmm. that's one of the things... Like when someone g- like gains or loses weight... It's, 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 it's weird for, uh, for different people. But a lot of times you can notice it. You notice it in, I don't know, like the kind of my section which i like my section is the the belly and the thighs you can notice it there but i mean the face is really a telltale sign of hey that person lose a little weight look at the face mm-hmm. because when it comes from there it's uh pretty noticeable great Spe- beard beard looks great on him i mean he looks true i mean he's an, an unbelievable looking person and he we we know he's said some maybe uh tone deaf things before but we we think i at least i think that's a reflection of like he might not be the, the smartest person uh, yeah i think i think he has, that, he has good intentions right not that like a college education is the most important thing in the world but like let's remember he went from high school to the nba pretty much like star wise yeah but then he did all those college movies he did neighbors like come on that's true but he played a bad student like dave franco there's yeah, no he, had a, he had a redemption arc. Did he have a redemption arc? I think so. I think that he became like a he became like a, a steady individual. I got like a job and stuff. Yeah. Whatever. Dave Franco just had his act together the that entire series. Yeah. He's <laughs> like the good student who's also super cool and like is dating the it girl. Second beginning of the second movie. He like gets engaged, seems to have like a, a great home life. You're like, man, this guy is just flying. Eight uh, unrealistic movies. Yeah. Speaking of uh, transformations, I don't know if you've seen this before, but I have finally started watching Queer Eye, and oh my god, has it taken over my life? Yeah, man, Queer Eye is the shit. It is the the, the, the new best. one, right? Yes. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. It is like the the show that is extremely entertaining. All those guys are so funny and so personable. Like I cannot believe that they knocked it out of the park with like all of those guys. Yeah, I had some. I'll admit, I put it off because people people said like, yeah, I talked about watching it like two years ago. Yeah, and everybody was like, you guys got to watch it. You guys got to watch it. And I was like, I'm watching it, and I love it, and I like makes me cry every other episode oh yeah i i never got around to it but as i began to watch it i did have a little apprehension of like i hope it's i hope it's not like so stereotype driven like really like running the gamut just in terms of like okay uh like all the characters are going to 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 say things like this act like this and also, this is like a, a much a smaller concern, but as like a kind of mental health hound, or like I, I'd call myself like an, an an indie mental health advocate because I don't have all of the same um, strategies as uh, yeah. The, you're putting out your own stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. As like the the average uh, kind of internet participant in what I think is a very important discussion. Uh, Anyway, as an indie mental health guy, I did, 
I was a little worried. I was like, I hope that this isn't going to be like a lot of shaming. Like, I hope that they're not going to go up to uh, this guy who's dressing like a slob or not doing great at work and everything. Like, you're and fucking like, disgusting mess. Get right, it. Be like, oh, you go out in public looking like Ew, that because <laughs> right because that's really mean. And I didn't want to see anything like that. So just running the gamut, I think I was uh, maybe apprehensive about how in our terrible world what they would say, okay, this is like the way we're going to present this show because we want everything to just be as awful as possible. And I think that show hits all the right notes. It, it totally does with the exception of, so I watched, I watched maybe like five episodes to really get into it. And I uh, remarked to, to somebody that, yeah, like this does not do any of the things I was worried it did. And the next episode I watched was a guy who was... 33 and lived with his parents and right off the bat they're like so he's he's 33 and he lives with his parents and one of them was like well how the hell is he gonna get laid and i was like oh no this is what i thought it would be Ah, <laughs> uh, they're being those like oh does that get you laid bro bros <laughs> ah fuck i was so bummed but then i continued to watch the episode and i will say like really they they were kind of mean to this guy but they they also kind of gave him a, a a kick in the pants but yeah i i love the show i i love it so much and as you said it can make you cry it can make you feel all sorts of ways i'm fascinated really by all the hosts i was immediately yeah, drawn seriously. to um and my favorite off the bat was <laughs> was karamo because they all serve purposes and i've gotten into this discussion with friends like pound for pound Bobby's probably pulling the most weight because they all do their various things for for the 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 man or woman, which is very important. But Bobby like builds them a new house. Yeah, <laughs> like Anthony, crazy. God bless him, yeah. is like, yo, here, I'm gonna show you this cool this new recipe. Dish. Yeah. yeah, and that's and that's fucking rad, and that's super cool. Like, I wish that like I, I had a friend who could teach me things like that. But Bobby's like, hey, in this, I don't know three days we're pretending to hang around you <laughs> i rebuilt your mama house or something like it's insane uh, yeah but initially my favorite was um was karamo because in a lot of cases they need work on this they need work on that you know like they get they could use a better living space they could be a little more organized they could do something with their look karamo is the like the distraction guy no, see, I think that Karamo is like the adult. Karamo is like the, hey, you need a lot of things. Also, you need to like you need to sit down for a few minutes and let's let's just like check in on this whole operation. What are you doing? How you doing? How you feeling? And again, as an indie uh, mental health advocate, I I, I think it that has value. Karamo serves a. A massive. I, I got this discussion with my friend. He was like, "Isn't it nuts how like Bobby does everything and Karamo doesn't have to do anything?" And I was like, "Yo, if Karamo says the wrong thing or gives the wrong message, he's sending that person down the wrong path." That's you know? true, but he like basically is he's just like a professional friend. He's just like, but, "Hey, you doing okay?" You and know what? Like, and then he's he's the guy who who provides a distraction while Bobby builds the house. He's like, "Let's go have a day on the town and check in with you." But that's what so many people need, dude. Like, I mean, I don't take for granted that that this sounds really stupid. Like, I don't take for granted that I have friends. Like, I, I was watching um, an episode where 
Oh, this episode drove me crazy. Uh, there was a guy, he was a big Kansas City Chiefs fan, and he wears, he's the guy who wears a cat suit, and he's always, like, crushing beers. He's like, uh, he's like Myers Leonard, just shotgunning all the time. He's divorced. He's got a, uh, a very mature uh, daughter who's maybe, I don't know, I'm terrible at estimating ages. I would guess this daughter is between uh, 8 and 10 years old, and the daughter is very mature even more mature than the dad. So they keep cutting away to the daughter and I'm not going to like trash this kid or whatever. This seemed like a really sweet kid, but she would say things like, um, sometimes I feel like I'm in charge of my dad and all these like kind of cute little, like, Hey, who's in charge here here, right? sort of thing. And while again, I'm I'm not going to get on this kid. It's like, yo, like your dad's depressed. Like he, he's, they, they talked to the ex-wife and everything. And clearly and this guy had like a big personality and I didn't mean to just flippantly just like diagnose the guy, but eventually they get to that where when he, as he's talking with Karamo, he's clearly someone who has not been like raised or known to talk about a lot of these things. But he says to Karamo, like, yeah, like the doctor started giving me some pills and like, I'm, trying to get better and i just kind of don't know where to start and like clearly this guy who burns extremely bright is just really down and and the the first like 20 or like i don't know like 10 15 minutes of the episode i was like yeah you you guys really better watch how you're making fun of this guy of like look at him he's such a slob he sleep he sleeps on the couch every night and he wakes up with a bunch of beers around him like yeah, oh, maybe he's not. Maybe he's not doing so hot. And and then, in like halfway through the episode, he has this talk with Karamo, and Karamo sees it, and he kind of he, he's not like forcing the guy to say anything, but he kind of pulls it out of him that, yeah, you know, like, like life is kind of is, is is moving so fast, and like I don't know how to keep up, and all this like a lot of shit that that anybody can can probably identify with, and. I don't know for all of the uh, for for as great as the the before and after look is. Yeah, it doesn't uh, mean a whole lot if you're still a mess inside, right? Like the, the takeaway from that episode was like that guy says to his ex wife, like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna I'm really gonna try to 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 start like working on myself." And this is his ex wife, someone with whom he's probably had a a, a very rocky relationship, and it just, it, it honestly warmed my heart. Like I, I, I cried during that episode. I, I cried during like half of these episodes. I'm telling you, man, that show makes me cry like nothing else on the goddamn planet. You know it's, who else? It's almost impossible not to cry watching that show. I am very fascinated with though, for, for whatever reason, maybe it's because it's, uh, is there, there's, there's five, five hosts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's because it's, it's five men. I, do have like a very uh i consume it in a very like boy band type of way <laughs> where instead of just following it i'm trying to figure out who's my favorite <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like who's who's the hot one who's who's like the nice one <laughs> yeah um no karamo by the way is the hottest one he's karamo, I mean, guy like the um, like the most perfect looking person i've ever seen karamo borders on having tom giles syndrome though 
Or it's like he's too hot. He's not a real person. We're like, it's like, get get you a, a scar or something. Like yeah. people aren't gonna believe yeah, me when I talk about most you. Perfect skin. It is unbelievable. It's yeah. ridiculous. So uh, yeah, Anthony's very hot. Anthony well. is. I, I I don't know what to do with Anthony. I found myself talking about Anthony the most, which is like kind of what you do. I I, I kind of have mentionitis with Anthony. You know what mentionitis is? No. It's when you. It's like in you kind of realize it or somebody will notice it about you that uh, I think it's like related to a crush where everything, where everything ties back to that person. Okay, so you're talking yeah. about like, we're talking about whatever. And you're like, Oh, you know who likes this? Oh, my Anthony. friend. Oh, Jeff likes that. <laughs> like, dude, you just, you, you keep bringing up Jeff. What's going on with Jeff? And then you're like, huh? Yes. Oh. Jeff matters to me. <laughs> um, I feel like Anthony, Anthony could be like a, a scam artist. Like, I feel like he could be like a guy who learned how to cook five minutes before they put him on the show. Anthony has an extremely, uh, and I think that we can, I think we decided we can say this without it having any sort of negative connotation to it. He has a very uh, like stoner vibe to him, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but he, A, I could tell right off the bat he was Canadian. So I was I was drawn <laughs> to him. He's definitely, I mean, they're they're all... They're all very hot. There's there's one who I think is much less hot than the others, but so, but I won't say because I don't want to be mean to him. Can I guess? I I, I won't um, say because I don't I don't want like to to say that this person's the the, the worst. Let's especially given how much work they do. It's Bob building yeah. all of those houses. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. Yeah. Bob Bob is oh no, but Bobby's still very hot. But like that that's but like that's unfair to him. He, they kind of pulled him insecure with that cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, very mean. Gathered the hottest human beings. Bobby's like a planet. real world eight and gets thrown into that cast and is just like, hey, who's this peasant? No, they also, there was, I was watching one, Bobby walked in, uh, he walked in to like meet up with them. You know how like when one person's working, uh, doing their thing with the, um, with the, uh, the person being made over, another mm-hmm. person will just like walk in and be like, how's it going? Yeah. Hey, look, we got him this shirt. Uh, Bobby was doing one of those, which Bobby should not have to do those. Everybody <laughs> yeah. should be required to. How's stop it going? I'm building this house. Yes. Leave me alone. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Oh, Bobby, you got a little schmutz on your face. Those are pencil marks because yeah. I'm drawing on wood because I am building a house. <laughs> I'm giving you a new kitchen in 12 hours. Please get out of my face. It really does. And I, I had this conversation with somebody too off of this. It really does make you think about like contract work and how when you're getting floors done, it takes this amount of time or when you're getting the kitchen done, you can expect this amount of time. Like I've, I've known people working on their houses, getting these certain things done. And it's like, I don't know. You just assume it's going to be like a three year project to get like new cabinets or whatever. So when you see, well, I don't know when you see what Bobby does and I'm sure he has some help, very little. I do think it's 99% Bobby just in there all by himself, just like the, the greatest worker in the world. But it does make you think like, you know what? Maybe it doesn't take like a week I'm, to get this. I'm thing getting done. bamboozled here by my, my, my contractor. Where can I get Bobby? Um, but Bobby did one of those drop-ins, which I do like. I do like when another person comes in and, and uh, meets up with, with uh, I feel like it's often 
during either the clothes shopping or the um actually it could be during any of them but i i think it also happens during the uh um, cooking yes during the cooking during the cooking so bobby did a walk-in uh, a walk-in check-in and he was just walking in and he had shades on and like you know those like 15 seconds that you still have the shades on when you walk inside from wearing shades? And you look like the coolest person in the yes, world. Yes, he, he walked in and like it took my breath away. And I was like, that's that's Bobby. And I, I'd said, I, I'd been on the record with friends of like, Bobby, aside from being a splendid worker, by far doing the most work, uh, I was like, I, I just don't think he's as good good looking as the other guys. But uh, yeah, I, I love, love Anthony. I do think, and I don't know if this is uh, by design, they really do lead into the, well, like he's just like, your kind of, he's just like your, your guy's guy. Like he's, he's like that, that he's like one of the boys. He's always wearing a, uh, that maybe one of the boys is the wrong way to explain it because it's not necessarily a hyper, uh, like traditionally masculine thing. I'm, I'm trying to describe. He's uh just maybe maybe a tad broy like he's always wearing uh, like a band tee you know mm-hmm. i yeah. saw i saw one episode he was wearing two different uh the strokes shirts <laughs> and he wears a lot of national shirts the last episode okay. i watched he was wearing uh a shirt with cut off sleeves they call it a cut off tank is that what you would call that yep we were in a cutoff tank that said, there's nothing irrational about my love for the national. And I said, forget Yuck. it, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of <laughs> here. <laughs> forget it, buddy. That uh, shirt fucking sucks. That band is not that good. I do like Karamo's move of um, only wearing Dodger hats. Always. But they're, but they're all different. He never has the same Dodger hat on. It's crazy. And like fashion hats, that's what they used to call them. I don't know if they do that anymore, but... Back when, like New Era would start selling hats that weren't the exact ones that let the teams wear, they would call them fashion hats. Um, And typically, I would just—I don't know—I was a boring kid. I would just like want the one that Roger Clemens wore. But as I look at a lot, I'm like, man, fashion hats have gotten great. Like I would wear a lot of these. They have like cool patterns and stuff, and and like I like when they have. the ones that are sort of normal on the like the actual like cap part, and then the brim is like some sort of pattern, like a floral pattern or something. Ooh. Those are cool. He was wearing a Dodgers hat that uh, the LA was just like a teeny bit silver, and it didn't stand out too much. And there's there's something so musical about a Dodgers jersey that I want to see him. Before. I want to see him complete the ensemble. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Are they, uh, they got to be on Twitter. I should tweet at Karamo like, hey, Karamo, big fan of the show. Uh, this what's is besides the point. What's it going to take think to you're get the best you in a Dodgers jersey, show. pal? <laughs> Notice you're a Dodgers fan, kind of like Josh Tillman in that song, uh, Only Son of the Ladies, man, uh, by your hats. Have you ever considered wearing a jersey? There's something so musical about a Dodgers jersey. Attached is a picture of Glenn Fry wearing a Dodgers jersey. Thanks. And it's like I ran out of characters like two T-H-A. paragraphs ago. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, you want to hit it, it, Sure. I guess, I guess we'll save uh, the JVN talk for uh, after, after this read. Um, 
look, there is any number of, of reasons to need to talk to somebody. Better help is, uh, a, a service that, uh, we we've recently been partnering with that if you need somebody to talk to, and this has been certainly a time where it can be very, very easy to, to need a reason. And I don't want to, it gives you, it gives you a list of, are you not meeting your goals? Are you not doing this? And I'd rather not get into that because I think that the, the range and the lists and anyone who's like been through, uh, any sort of uh, mental health struggles know that a lot of times there's not a who, what, when, or why to it. It can just kind of be there. And I think it's extremely important that it's something you check in on and talk about, do whatever you need to do. We've likened it to going to the gym. It's like breaking a sweat. So BetterHelp is a very good resource for that. It's a service available for clients uh, worldwide. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling. Financial aid is also available. Uh, they facilitate great therapeutic matches, so it's easier to, to find and maybe change counselors if you don't love the, the one that you have. It's convenient, professional, affordable. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So... Start living a happier life today. Take the steps that you need to take. BetterHelp can definitely be one of those. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash brunch. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash brunch. Should we get, should we save, should we, we can transition into a quick little, uh, indie mental health check-in or we could go uh to to jvn talking about how cool that dude is what do you want to do uh let's let's do the mental health i'm interested okay uh i was uh i was a proud dad the other day when i saw i kind of ignored what was going on with kanye i saw that kanye gave a speech and the people were reacting strongly to it and the next day i saw you reacted with a hey if your move is to just make fun of Kanye West, who clearly is going through something right now. And yes, it's going through, it's something that could be very harmful to all of us. If he ends up running for president and taking uh, votes away from Biden and gets Trump reelected. But your overall point was if you're a mental health advocate, I'm putting words in your mouth here, but I, I think that this is what you're saying. If you're a mental health advocate, your move should not be to make fun of somebody that clearly needs help. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it happens a lot. I mean, you've talked about it. We've both talked about it, that like these people online are, they preach mental health. And then it's like, soon as, as soon as they see somebody who's going through some shit and there's an easy opportunity to dunk on them, they, they take it, they can't pass it up. And it's like, I know that that Kanye West is, uh, you know, he's a celebrity. He's in the public sphere. He's very much known by a lot of people as an asshole. Uh, he does a lot of assholeish thing. He says a lot of outlandishly wrong things, but like when it's clear that he is having an episode and it was very clear that he was having an episode this week, maybe it's not the time to be like, wow, Kanye is such an asshole. Right. And it's, it's a difficult, it's a difficult thing to discuss because I know I don't know totally where I stand on Kanye because um 
to be honest, I haven't given him a lot of attention, attention. Me either. in recent years. So I legitimately don't know. I do know that he has said unforgivable things. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like truly terrible, horrible. Slavery was a choice, right. was a very bad yes. one. Like horribly insulting things that I, as a white man, do not have the, the proper perspective on saying like i'm outraged like uh, but like it's clearly the wrong no i mean i the wrong I, I, take no like i am outraged with it where i think it's difficult is if like in saying hey ease up on him don't make fun of him i can completely understand that that any person of color is going to be far more offended far more impacted that by his words specifically when he's talking about slavery right then i am so i'm not saying that there's like a right and wrong way to re- react to him but simply going for the jokes and making fun of him while also uh i don't want to say masquerading because i think that a lot of mental health advocacy online is well-intentioned and i think that it's like anything else people fancy themselves good people and when they see Bell Let's Talk or things where, hey, suicide awareness, like all these things you say, of course, I want to participate. What can I do? I want to do the right things. My perspective has always kind of been, thank you. That's great. But this is, it's an ugly, it's an ugly world. Like the, the, the mental health game is... It's it's not pretty. It's not perfect. Like you, uh, you're not just reacting to somebody saying, "I'm having a." I'll use the example of that guy on on Queer Eye. Like I'm just going through a rough time right now. I'm functioning, but I'm just going through a rough time. Like there are people who are in dire straits. There are people who are, whether it be Kanye who's bipolar or anything else. Like there are people who are legitimately out of their mind like mm-hmm. doing ugly or saying ugly things whatever clearly not themselves there's a, a much smaller example is uh when i forget his name i want to say it's nathan in insecure when he just starts ghosting isa yeah and then when he comes back and he says like i i had some stuff going on like there's some stuff wrong with me like i can't get into it i remember part of like some of the reaction was like Ooh, dump his ass, Isa, or like fuck that guy. And yeah, sure. If if that if 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 that didn't work for Isa or he hurt her, sure. But I remember thinking in that moment, like they're showing somebody who's like not right, you know. So yeah, it's like it's not always going to be telegraphed when somebody's going through some shit either. I mean, like the Kanye situation was like, oh well, this is. I mean, he also has a very clear history of struggling with that stuff. And this was a very clear, uh, another example of him going through it. And like, it, it does become a bit more complicated when we're talking about a guy who is like saying really incendiary shit. And also at the same time, like running for president, uh, supposedly. So like, I get that it's a really complicated situation, but, uh, but a whole lot of people jumped straight to the jokes and to the memes and like not even taking a second to be like, Hey, is this in poor taste? And I mean, that was disheartening. Yeah. So I would say that the message 
hopefully we can impart is uh and again again if if you say like F Kanye cancel canceling that guy whatever right. can't forgive your for opinions these things, of him don't matter and, like that, it doesn't that is, matter <laughs> right the it's irrelevant the 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 kind of mocking of the ooh he's acting crazy whatever like that's where I like, I remember I defended Danny Amendola. Remember when? Yeah, when he, he, had, had when some... he posted that with the he posted the 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 long caption about Olivia Culpo, and it's like this it was clearly like a Super, guy who's like, not in the right inappropriate headspace. being yeah. like really like gross being a, a, a jackass, and like I understand calling him a jackass. There, it was jackass like, behavior, but, but like laughing what at caused him, it. right? Like so, so it's it's weird. Like where I'm more comfortable with somebody saying fuck that guy that guy's an asshole than like making fun of what might be wrong with them when it appears at least to the naked eye and we don't know these people's lives intimately that something actually is wrong with them so uh hashtag like, thunk before you dunk you know <laughs> hell yeah i like that a lot i yeah. like that a lot. and it's like also like your opinion like if you're a, a real mental health health advocate and you're a true mental health advocate you don't get to choose that like it only applies to people that you like. Yes. Like if you if there's an asshole who's going through some shit, you don't just get to disregard the fact that they are going through shit because you don't like them. Right. It's the same problems exist. And even if they are acting like an asshole or if they have acted like an asshole to you in the past, they still deserve like the same right to mental health uh, help as anybody else. And I mean, like, I hope that if we polled a million people right now, like, Hey, do you want Kanye to get better? I think most people would say yes. So why I you hope fucking? So. so then why like why 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 are we screwing around and fucking laughing at whether you want to call it an episode meltdown any of these things? You know. So yeah, thunk before you dunk. Uh, all right, now let's talk about really the star of <laughs> Queer Eye, uh, JVN. I he's kind of like the Paul McCartney of the group in that I keep thinking like who's my favorite and I go through all of them but then it's like yo Paul McCartney's in the group <laughs> yeah. like you, you're overthinking it's like, it's, it yeah you don't need like, to reach this like hard your favorite Beatle should probably be Paul McCartney because Paul McCartney's in that band right uh, he's like the uh, the blonde guy from the first Fab Five where like he's for Carson? sure the most uh, yeah Carson's name, name right? yeah yeah uh, he's for sure that equivalent because that guy I, don't, I can't even tell you what any other five fab five members were in the first one and he was the most iconic he kind of was the like the pillar of the show i would say that jvn is that for this for the show and, and but like a lot of the other guys do carry way more weight than than the other four right he just uh he he's, he just fascinates me. I, I remember there was a profile, there was like a long profile on him I read a couple of years ago before, obviously before I'd watched the show. And like, you want to talk about somebody who burns really, really bright, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he's got so much energy. He's so supportive. He's rarely, again, like I, I was afraid there would be like a lot of insults going on of like, well, if you look, if you, Leave the house looking like that. People are going to think you're this or whatever, you know? And he really doesn't do much of that. He just, like, wants to take whatever they want to be and, like, 
blast that shit to the moon. So mm-hmm. I can, and obviously he's like fucking iconic facial hair and hair. One of the more incredible looking people. Uh, I noticed this about JVN and I, I laugh every time I see it. Maybe it's because we're living in COVID times. He touches everybody. Does he? Yeah. He just like, I haven't t- noticed. Yeah, he'll just like walk in the, the house and like immediately like whether it's uh like the 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 person's spouse, whether it's whatever, he is just and I've I've never seen any human being like this before. Whether it, and it's not like shaking hands or whatever, like touching hair, whatever. And like I'm I'm not saying it's nothing like harmful, but it's it just stood out to me right off the bat. I'm like, <laughs> this dude just walks right in and literally owns the place. Yeah, I mean, he could he can walk in and and uh, well, that's gonna sound wicked and appropriate. I was gonna say he can walk in and touch whatever he wants, but like that guy just has so much personality that like, well, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna be like, hey, whoa, whoa. it's not weird because he's just like that personable. Yeah, it is fun. Like that that kind of goes to the uh, this is gonna. I, I don't know if people people would definitely not laugh at this anymore, but SNL years ago did a thing on um, on harassment in the workplace and they said like they, they was like how you how to act and how not to act and uh there i forget who the actor was but they were like here's an example of how not to act and a man in the workplace walks up to a woman in the workplace and um again like i'm not endorsing especially like given like the 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 washington football team culture stuff just uh, understand that i'm not endorsing any of this but the joke they made was uh man walks up to a woman says like hi you look really pretty today would you like to go out after work they say like okay so obviously that's inappropriate instead of that try this and it's tom brady working there and he walks up to the woman and is like hi you look really pretty want to go out after work and she's like yes and they're basically (laughs) saying like be because hot. this because yeah. this guy's hot he he gets away with it um <laughs> jvn is just so charming that i think that like if if the average person walked in like if for example like if if you brought a friend over uh and you were like hey this is my buddy whatever and yeah, he like, just came over and started touching everything and touching shit and like putting his arm <laughs> right, around like, be like dude i don't fucking know you <laughs> like that's a that's a pretty forward cat and again it's like it's not romantic or anything that he's touched people it's just it's just, it just very fascinating that uh <laughs> he just has so much charm that like no one's batting an eye right where and that's what i'm saying like if he came into my place and was just like put his arm around me or was like touching anything and whatever i would wouldn't think twice about it I'd be like oh this guy's the best yeah like i if you like i don't know like if you like brought ellen over and i didn't know ellen and she walks in and like she's touching everything i'd be like what's going on like, here she's like stealing shit or something like what's <laughs> what's what's she she up to um but he's unbelievable i I think that if i could like hang out with any of them i think it would be jvn although i haven't mentioned tan yet tan's like low-key he's very cool he's i've I've said they're all my favorite now but (laughs) but i like tan because tan this isn't a, a judgment but i could tell right off the bat i was like tan was independently wealthy before this show. Like, could you get that vibe from him? That he was like, 
Yeah, I think that like he he like has uh, like his he he probably already had his foot in like that luxurious lifestyle sort of culture. Right. So like there's that sort of no upbringing. Way. There's like this je ne sais quoi. And I looked it up. He did like he he had uh, he had like a, a a few companies that he sold off and had retired before Queer Eye even started. So he was really like, done. He was damn. And Queer Eye was like, "Yo, you want to do this show? Must be fucking nice, dude." Well, be good at shit, I guess. I guess. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me, yeah. (laughs) Um, But it's so weird. There's like, there's this very je ne sais quoi of, you can tell when like someone you're talking to or someone you see is just rich. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. and uh, But like a lot of the times it's not necessarily a good thing. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. So there are like different, different kinds of like, um, exude whatever you want to call it, like exuding being wealthy. Yeah, different kinds of it. Um, but some of them are not very good. Yeah, I mean he he some gives of them are off real the, put off. Yeah, I don't know. He he just gives off like you know what it is. He just seems very content. <laughs> he seems <laughs> yeah. like. He seems like, like, like he's he doesn't happy. need anything. I hate him. <laughs> you know, like he, he he seems like he doesn't like he he doesn't want for anything. Yeah. You know. This it is very like boy could, band. He, We're so like projecting. He could give so it up at, at at any moment, and you just be like, whatever. Yeah. He's great. I mean, I I truly I'm so glad I watched this show <laughs> because <laughs> it only took you fucking like four years. I know. I like them all so much. I did. What there was one episode really freaked me out. They were. I don't know if you've seen this episode and I read up on it and apparently there was a, this was a quite a bit of a doozy of a backstory. Uh, the guy they were making over was a cop and they're on the way to meet this guy and they see a cop behind them. Cop pulls them over. Oh yes. And yeah, Karamo yeah. is driving yeah. and they're like, okay, well, hopefully this guy is cool because we don't have any of our license or anything on us because we're just shooting this. Like, everything is in the car behind us. And the the cop was... The, the cop comes, he's like, hey, license registration, we don't have it. Uh, okay, step out of the vehicle. Uh, can you tell me why, please? And the guy's like, do as I say, step out of the vehicle. And... Jonathan like takes out his phone. He starts filming. Uh, Tan is like very scared, and poor fucking Karamo is like being cool, and he's doing he's he's doing as the officer says, knowing that like this officer's being a dick, not telling him why to get get out of the vehicle. Didn't uh, he, they, he didn't say why they pulled him over or anything? He says uh, like why are you guys here? And he says, we're uh, shooting a television show. And cops like, what kind of television show? And I think they're in the South and Karamo going, I can't imagine what's going through his brain that he's like, officer, I'm a gay black man doing like a a gay show. And the guy eventually is like, oh, so you're making over so-and-so? I'm the guy that nominated him. Gotcha. (laughs) And like, they're laughing and everything. And I, I, it was, it was, uh, I mean, it, it certainly wouldn't 
wouldn't really fly especially now i think this was this was within the past five years it was you're right but i mean i mean now this is a different i mean it's not but now there's a lot more sort of like pressure and eyeballs on it for for like obviously for better but that's definitely would not fly i hit pause and i have this thing man i've been watching queer eye at night because uh, the Shy airs on Sunday nights, and I watch it as soon as it comes out. And this season is such a heavy season that I can't sleep afterwards because I'm so upset. You need like so, a palate cleanser or you need like a decompressor. And Queer Eye is typically, I mean, it, it, it can be emotional, but it typically makes me feel good. Feel good. It's and a feel good show. It's, it's an, a nice thing to, to watch at the end of the day. And I was watching that. My heart was racing. I hit pause. I texted my friend about it like, oh my God, have you seen this episode? And they were like, yeah, Tan almost quit after that scene. Really? And uh, Yeah. Like I, Tan almost quit. I, I think, I think that Tan and Karamo were both like, that was extremely not okay. Like yeah. you, and I mean, like I, you made them feel uncomfortable just for the sake of like this. But this like the, the, sh- the show was right. in on it, the right? That's what I'm it. saying. Like the like the show planned that to make the the cast members feel uncomfortable and like worried. <laughs> and fucked up. Apparently, they draw straws to uh, see who's driving. Oh, really? Oh, so no. it, so it apparently was random that it yeah. was Karamo. But oh my god, I was. I was like, what am I watching? And I was like, really, I was freaked out. I was like, oh my God, even this, this man is shooting a television show with like cars that are following him. Like everything is, this is like, they are in, to use a COVID term, like a bubble right now. Right. And still this, like the, the scariest moment can be represent, can be presented it, 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 in any instant so i was i was very freaked out watching that but uh i, I love the show i'm i'm so glad i'm watching it and they all seem they they all just seem like fucking really good dudes which is your favorite Ooh, it's either tan or uh i still don't know where i fall on anthony Maybe Karamo, JVN's the best. Uh, Bobby, Bobby does everything. I, I really they're all my favorite. My favorite episode might be the uh, the Firehouse one. Have you seen that one? Yeah, I've seen that one. That one's great. I just I like, love. I love that was probably my favorite Anthony episode where he makes the hot dogs with like Cheetos and shit. Oh yeah, that shit was awesome. That was the first episode I watched. It was. Uh, because you you know, and I think you're the same way. Just love uh, firefighter content. Hell yeah! Like Hell fi- yeah! Firefighter movies and or episodes of Queer Eye are excellent, and they usually don't have as great of an ending as the Queer Eye one. Yes, they they do not always. The uh, I loved that firehouse. They were just like. It was perfect. Like camaraderie was like maybe it was kind of like King of Staten Island. Maybe like 
before like Pete Pete Davidson's character came along, maybe like camaraderie wise, that firehouse was like a little stagnant. They mm-hmm. needed like a teeny little shot in the arm. <laughs> yep. That firehouse in Queer Eye, which is kind of maybe just uh yeah, just like a little stagnant. And then here comes the best possible shot of life. Like A, someone's gonna like rebuild your firehouse, and B all these fucking dudes are just going to come in and hang out and do some like fun shit with you guys for like, they basically turned, they work, turned it into a party, like a very yeah. serious job yeah. into a fucking party. Yo, yeah, we should not this. We should, we should nominate each other. I'm down. Do you think I, that, do you think but I feel like they'd show up and be like, damn, why are we here? Yeah. You, you think our shit be, together, man. Yeah. They'd be like, you guys seem like you watch Queer Eye, do you? <laughs> no, <laughs> never heard of it. No, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't even know. What's that? Are you all Canadian? Anthony seems Canadian. <laughs> uh, I wonder if on uh, Anthony's Wikipedia page it says like he is a supporter of the Vancouver Canucks. Any Canadian celebrity in their personal section on wikipedia it's like they are a fan of the toronto maple Leafs. <laughs> let me see i'll look I it up right now like kobe smolders i think it says uh robin's character and or her character and how i met your mother wears a lot of canucks clothing this is because smolders is a fan of the vancouver canucks <laughs> uh nope no uh no hockey ties what if it's his. like he is exclusively a Raptors fan? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't doesn't care about any other sports. Uh, sports, they're coming back. Baseball, this week. Wouldn't you know it? Unbelievable. Never thought we'd get here. Uh, but if you want to get in on the action, you can do so with our exclusive partner at Bet Bet BetOnline AG is uh, the perfect way to celebrate Sports getting back into our lives with UFC, NASCAR, MLB, NBA, soccer. Uh, they've got all the best odds and lines for the upcoming matches and games. But if you need more, Bet Online also has simulated NFL, NBA, UFC every single day. And if you're not a sports person, well, they got you covered there too because they have hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and all the best props in the business. So visit betonline.ag or use your mobile device and go to uh, – betonline.ag and join now to get your fr- your new welcome bonus and start playing today. BetOnline, your sports book experts at betonline.ag. I think the biggest sports fan there, at least like overtly, is, uh, is uh, JVN, huh? Why? Oh, he's like huge Olympics guy. Oh, is he? Well, I mean, yeah. wears a, a baseball hat in every scene. So, so that's I, why I, I can't tell. Like, I don't know if J, I don't know where JVN falls on like major league sports, but he brings uh, Michelle Kwan to the, the daughter of the, the dad who spends a lot of time on the coach yep. is a figure skater. So he's like, we're going to make you more supportive of your daughter. We're going to get you to like go to, uh, her figure skating things. And uh, I'm going to give her a private lesson with Michelle Kwan. <laughs> That's awesome. And Some of these guys I feel bad for, they're like the, the, the one that I remember is the dude who like literally works like 16, 17 hours a day 
and he just like comes home, takes a nap and then goes to his other job. And I feel bad that like they're putting that guy on queer eye and be like, right. Oh, what a get mess. your shit together. Yeah. yeah. It's like, fuck man. This guy is literally working like 18 hours a day. You look, yeah. Like you look gross, man. And that's why <laughs> yeah. I, I really don't, especially tan, like tan it, does not, fucking do that shit at yeah. all and well, I th- none of them did it for this guy they were like it's they were like it's understandable that this guy would not have his shit together and like his house would be a mess and uh you know he wouldn't be able to dress himself or take care of himself because he's literally just working around the clock to provide for his family and i was like okay that's it's like at least like they're they're recognizing that and not being like oh well, gross this is disgusting look at this mess in your house you know what would be the like the greatest luxury and I don't know how much this would cost. This would be insane. But what if you could have... I'm, I'm ballparking this at costing like $20,000. Maybe more. But weekend with Tan. Like, so Tan comes and is like your style consultant, personal shopper, whatever. Like, he takes you shopping two full days in a row saturday and sunday it's for sure at least 15 grand it, it, uh, yeah I, I would i would say twenty thousand. if there's like a cameo or something like that i'll i'm gonna save up for a thousand years and like right before i die have tan take me shopping donate to our patreon please dude wouldn't wouldn't that be the best though yeah and i, I know that like that, that these jobs exist but like specifically i want it to be tan like tan has because Tan's just going, Tan's typically taking them to like banana and yeah, yeah, places that like we can do ourselves. That. Yeah, and I love that. that they're like very, they're not bringing them to like these like high end boutiques where it's no. like, well, I'm never going to be able to go here when you're not here. Like, right. He teaches them how to do it to, to like to their budget, to like a sustainable lifestyle. And I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's what's exactly that. He doesn't, um, he doesn't, change them so drastically that the next day they're just going to throw on the sweatshirt again. You know, right. like I said, yeah. there was one guy. Oh, I think, I think it was the, the first episode I saw with the fire, uh, with the fireman. He was wearing uh, a t-shirt underneath all of his shirts. And I was like, Oh my God, first order of business, teach this guy. You don't yep. do that. But like, that was that guy's style. And throughout the episode, like when they would try on clothes and everything, he would keep dressing like that. And like, I don't know. Maybe Tan was like, "This is how this. This is what this guy is comfortable doing." All right, let's adapt. Work this around look it. To, yeah. yeah, you know, it, it's. I, I'm I'm gushing right now. Uh, how much? <laughs> what do you I think? Show. How, how much do you think people would pay us to spend a weekend with them and like guide Take their them shopping? Yeah. Ooh, yo, that would be really cool. Take yeah, that would be like, awesome. Record store and like clothes shopping. Build him a house. <laughs> Build him. <them> a- <laughs> we redo your. <laughs> that would be. Amazing. We should make that. We should make that the highest tier of our Patreon. It's like ten yeah. bucks a month, and we'll redo your house. <laughs> we come and uh, brunch makeover. Hell yeah! How much? What should we charge for that? Five hundred dollars. I mean, yeah. I just think it'd be very funny if it was like a, a super low price, like a low tier price, and, it was, and like the, the reward is like we build you an addition on your house for like twelve dollars a month. 
don't know, like five hundred dollars. We we spend the day with you. We take you shopping. Uh, one of us has to leave for a little while to go uh, like work on something in your house. But it's a secret, though. But they're gonna do a pop in walk in uh, yes. later. So we can be like, hey, you know what? I'm oh, dip fancy out. seeing you guys here. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm going to dip out, work on the uh, house for a little bit, but I'll meet you guys, J. Crew, at uh, 345. <laughs> then I walk in. Love I'm that. still wearing the shades. And you're like, Damn. man, J. Crew is like five minutes of walking once you're in the mall. You've kept your shades on this entire time. And you're like, yeah. I had to make an entrance. Yeah. I, it's, I mean... Have you, you've seen the episode of the Extreme Home Makeover episode of Always Sunny, Sunny right? It's a yeah. classic. It's so fucking funny, dude. Another one, like much like the the SNL thing I was referencing, just like doesn't hold up for a lot of reasons, but but still funny. Like, they don't know the family's name. <laughs> yeah. They burn they burn it down. What do they say? Move that bus, <laughs> yeah. and they move it down. It's just like all smoldering. <laughs> so fucking funny. Ah. Uh. I had other stuff I wanted to talk about, but I mean, we've gotten a lot of mileage out of uh, out, out of Queer Eye. Who's your favorite? Okay, it's it could be Anthony, but I think it's probably JVN. Tan, honestly, I keep going back to Tan. I re- I really like Tan because like Karamo's the adult. But Tan, Tan is also like a very, I don't know, like Tan fucks around a lot, but he can ground shit when it needs to be grounded. Yeah. You know? I feel like he would, he would put you in your place. Like he's, he's a friend that like will have a great time with you, but man, if you're acting out of line, he'll fucking put you in your place real quick. Right. And that's the best kind of friend to have. Right. And like, like where Karamo is probably going to actually fix me. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't need to go that far. I want to still be? I want to keep. Karama's like going to get my life on track and stuff. Like, I just want Tan's going to be like businessman. Yeah, Tan's Tan's going to be like enough. You know, every now and then. Yeah, but yeah, like, that's I what mean, you need. T- like when they go through the the, I love when they go through people's closets and like find the ridiculous clothes that they have. Tan will fuck around a lot. Then he'll put on some of the stupid stuff they have and like very playfully be like. Yo, you wear this. <laughs> uh, I, I love him, though. Great show. Uh, I've noticed this, though. The autoplay, I don't know if this is for everybody or if I just got a fucked up algorithm. After every episode ends, it doesn't go to the next episode. It automatically autoplays the last dance. What? Yeah. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that is a jarring transition. <laughs> I don't know, like, I, not to assume the worst, but like, I initially I thought I was like, is it like you're watching a lot of Queer Eye? How about some sports? Like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Like, I honestly, like, I, I was like, hey, how about you mixing the sports here, pal? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was gonna tweet about it, but I didn't want to. I don't know if it was some weird algorithm thing, but. It's I was prob- like, yo, you got some fucking archaic worldviews, Netflix. It's probably them trying to spike their numbers, man. It's probably like them autoplay videos. They're like, hey, a million fucking a billion people watched The Last Dance. It's like, no, I'm just trying to watch Queer Eye, and you guys are trying to force some goddamn Michael Jordan down my throat. Yeah, like I already saw that shit, man. 
it wasn't queer eye. it was good it wasn't unbelievable i don't need to see it again i'll rewatch an episode of queer eye before i rewatch the last dance all right uh part two of our queer eye talk next week Lust, even I bit into the mall.